Welcome to my IELTS classroom, the podcast where two English experts talk all things IELTS. I'm Shelley Cornick. And I'm Nick Lone. And today we are talking about nouns. In particular, uncountable nouns and plural nouns. What are the rules when you should use them? Why do so many students get confused by those rules? And what simple advice can we give to help you avoid those mistakes in the future? Good afternoon, Nicholas. Good afternoon. How are you today? I'm good, actually, Nick. I'm pretty upbeat. The sun is shining. How's Charlie? I heard he had to have some teeth removed this weekend. Yeah, he's all right. Um, the sun's shining here as well, which is really nice. It's been really sunny for the last week. Yes. He's fine. Yeah, he just his baby teeth didn't fall out, so we had to go to the dentist, uh, to the doctor, to the vet even. I'm getting confused now. And, <laughs> <laughs> and get them removed. And he was a very, he was a very good boy. Of course he was. Like father, like son. <laughs> um, right, so today... We are looking at a particular piece of grammar, which I think will help almost everybody listening, because it is one of the big mysteries of the English language, right? Countable nouns, uncountable nouns. Before we begin, just very quickly, at the weekend, Nick, I spent quite, well, more hours than I was expecting taking one of our recent podcasts, Mm -hmm. the podcast where we look at six IELTS essay questions from 2022, And I basically try to put it into a format for YouTube. So it's still just us chatting on the podcast. Nothing's really, the content hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. But what I've done is I've just added, you know, as we're talking about each question, for example, you can see the question we're discussing on the screen. As we come up with ideas, I put those ideas up so, you know, students can see them, write down the vocabulary. I don't know, though, how useful this is going to be for our students. So as regular podcast listeners, if you would like to help me, I would love it if you could maybe go and have a look at that episode. I'll make sure it's published by Tuesday morning, so it will definitely be there. Could you just go and have a listen, a look? You don't have to listen to the whole thing, but is this something you think will help you in your preparation or... Is it unnecessary? Is the podcast itself enough? And would you prefer that I focus my attention on making sort of new videos for the YouTube channel? At the end of the day, it's up to you. So just leave a comment on there um, or, you know, you can email us if you like, but it's probably easier. Just leave a comment on the video. Do you think that this is something which enriches your listening experience or is it something you think, nah, don't worry about it. Focus Shelley more on making new videos. We'll see, Nick, right? We'll see. We'll see. Okay, so let's begin then. So today, we are, as I said, today is all about different types of nouns. And I would strongly recommend, before you listen to this podcast, if you haven't already completed the articles uh, lesson, which is one of the free lessons at the start of our grammar course, I strongly recommend that you go and do that before you listen to this episode because I would consider today a bit of a bolt-on, like an added extra for people who've already completed um, that lesson about the seven basic rules um, of of articles. 
and to help you with the mistakes that students still make even after they finish that video. It's one of the ones which is on our website or on YouTube. It doesn't matter where you watch it. Um, if you go to our YouTube channel, you'll find it easily because there's not that many videos. If you go to our main website, it's lesson number three in the grammar section. Go and do that. Learn about the, the basic article rules. I think that's going to help you. So what we're going to do today then, Nick, is we're going to take that foundation from that video and we're going to have a look at mistakes that students still make. So before we do that, let's remind ourselves of the absolute most basic, simple rules of articles. Okay. So how many articles do we have in English, mate? Technically three. <laughs> <laughs> Technically three. Mm -hmm. Right. So we've got a and an, mm -hmm. which is what we call the indefinite article. Yes. You don't need to know that, right? So what type of nouns do we always use with a or an? With a singular countable noun. Yes, exactly. So for example, if you have got one banana, mm -hmm. you could say a banana. Yep. If you've got one apple, you would say an apple. An apple. Why do we say an with apple, Nick? Because it's got a vowel at the beginning of the word apple. Exactly. So anytime you've got a noun which has got a vowel, so an elephant, an umbrella, mm -hmm. an, an ostrich orange. or an orange. Oh, yeah. very good. <laughs> um, then we need to use an. But the, the key thing is you must only use a or an when you've got a countable noun. Mm-hmm. And there's one of them, mm -hmm. right? So if you've got more than one banana, we don't say a bananas. <laughs> no. It's just bananas, okay? So that's our first article, indefinite article, a or an, only with singular countable nouns. Mm -hmm. The next article we've got is the definite article. So that's the. Mm -hmm. And this cheeky monkey <laughs> can basically be used with any type of noun. With anything. Now, mm -hmm. With anything. So it's going to depend. Obviously, there are lots of rules when we need the and when we want a. But the, the basic rule is, again, we can use it with a singular countable noun. Mm -hmm. So just as we can say a banana, we can also say the banana. Mm -hmm. However, this time it's okay to use the with plural countable nouns yeah. as well. Right? So we could say the apples, the books, the bananas. Yep. Plus... You can use the with uncountable nouns mm -hmm. as well. So we can say the water, the coffee, you know. Essentially, the can be used with any type of nouns. It doesn't mean it should always be used, no. right? But it's possible, mm -hmm. depending on the context, to use the with any noun. And then you said, very good, Nick, technically there mm -hmm. are three uh, articles, a, an, and the. But what is the fourth one, really? Um, a zero article, where there is no right. article. Exactly. So sometimes we don't use an article with nouns. It's not because we've forgotten. It's because there is a rule where we don't need an article. Mm -hmm. However, the zero article is not quite as powerful as the, though we can use with any kind of nouns, right? Singular, plural, uncountable. The zero article can only be used with plurals. Mm -hmm. So you can talk about books, for example, or uncountable nouns. So you could just talk about water or coffee. You can't use it, though, on its own. You can't use it with a singular countable noun. Nope. Right. Now, you may want to go to the 
the blog post page for today because I'll have this all clearly written down because it's not difficult to be honest but I understand if you're only listening mm. it could be a little bit of information but it is the most basic information about articles again at or an only singular countable the anything zero article plural nouns uncountable nouns but not singular countable nouns mm-hmm. so using just those most basic of rules, Nick, we're mm-hmm. going to have a quick look at three common errors that students make. And they're simply errors because they are breaking one of these basic rules. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So can you read this first sentence that I've got written down here, Nick? What does it say? Many consumers buy a new phones every year. Okay, good. So is that, Nick, a good or a bad sentence? It's a very bad sentence. <laughs> it is. Why is it very bad? <laughs> because we can't use a with a plural noun, so we can't say a new phones. Exactly, right? So if you are saying a, you have to be using a singular countable noun. If mm-hmm. you use a with a plural, our English brains explode because a means one, phones means more than one. Mm-hmm. We don't have any meaning. So how would we change that sentence to be correct, Nick? Well, we could say many consumers buy new phones every year or many consumers Mm -hmm. buy a new phone every year. Exactly. Either would be good. Mm -hmm. Slightly different in meaning, but it doesn't matter. That is Mm -hmm. the most basic rule. Don't use an a with a plural. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's have a look then. If you have a read then of this next sentence, again, if you're listening... What's the mistake? There is a mistake. You tell me what the mistake is. Social media can spark people's interest in good that they do not really need, such as the latest juice extractor. (laughs) Very specific example. These are obviously taken from our students' essays. Mm -hmm. So could you spot the problem here? What is the problem here? Well, we've got the word good, which cannot be used as a singular noun in this context. It can't be used as a singular noun, Mm -hmm. right? So this is probably an example of a wider problem that I see, Mm. okay? If you've got any singular noun, Mm -hmm. so let's think of, I don't know, banana and cat, Mm -hmm. right? The word banana or cat can never, in English, exist on its own in a sentence. You either need to add an article, so Mm -hmm. a banana or a cat, Yeah. Or you have to make it plural, so bananas or cats. And the choice you make is going to depend on the context of the sentence, Mm -hmm. right? So, for example, if I said to you, I want banana, Mm -hmm. well, that's a bad sentence because we've got banana is countable, singular, it needs something. How would you change that? Would you say, I want a banana or I want bananas? Well, if you just want one and you're hungry, you would say, I want a banana. Yes, I, exactly right so if you just want one unless you're really greedy right <laughs> we would say i want a banana but if i've got the sentence i love cat mm. what would we say there i love a cat or i love cat well if you're speaking about cat dealy that would be okay <laughs> <laughs> but you should say if you're speaking in general you should say i love yes. cats because exactly. it's all cats And that's the difference, right? Mm -hmm. If we add a, it means one. And Mm -hmm. if we add the S plural, it means in general. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be important later. So whenever you're writing, if you look at a sentence and in the sentence, there is a singular countable noun on its own with no article or no plural, it's a mistake. You've got to add something. Mm -hmm. Good. So here we would say, 
goods, I guess, right? Social goods. media can spark people's mm-hmm. interest in goods that they don't really need. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Okay, so let's have a look then at the third sentence. Okay. People are often swayed by advertisings. Okay. So <laughs> what's the mistake Indian. there? It does. What's the mistake there, Nick? So advertising is an uncountable noun. There is no plural form of this uh, noun. Exactly. Now, I've tried to write a blog post about ad- this language before because I understand why students might get confused here mm-hmm. because we have the word in English, advertisements. Advertisements are countable, right? Yes. So, you know, if you're watching television, maybe between, the, you know, when when the program you're watching stops, there might be five advertisements, one after the other, okay? So advertisements are kind of single individual commercials, I guess, but mm-hmm. advertising is uncountable because that's really the science, I guess, yeah. of advertisements, isn't it? It's what yes. people study at university. They study marketing or they study... Advertising. Advertising, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, as you said, because advertising is uncountable, Mm -hmm. you absolutely cannot add an S ever Mm -hmm. to words which are uncountable. Why? Because you can't count them. There can't be more than one. Yep. So, this is a problem I see a lot, right? Where students add an S to words which are uncountable. Mm -hmm. So, why don't we play a little game, okay? Okay. I am going to read... 18 nouns. Wow. And you have to decide which of these nouns is it okay to add an S. So you're basically saying we can count these things, right? So it's like, you know, one apple, two apples, three apples. And which of these words is it impossible because they're uncountable? All right. So as you're listening, either write down the ones which are countable, it's okay for an S, or just keep count in your head how many... It's okay. Actually, Nick, do you want to read them? Yeah, okay. Yeah, go on, you do it. So the first one we've got is equipment. Mm-hmm. The second one, environment. Then we have knowledge, furniture, politics, money, homework, media, research, obesity, news, Evidence, advice, luggage, work, information, behavior, and rubbish. Beautiful. All right. So if you want to listen to them again, you can rewind. I'm not going to make Nick do it twice. (laughs) But how many of those words are countable? How many Mm. could we have two of Mm -hmm. or could we add an S to? Mm -hmm. How many do you think, Nick? Um, at first glance, I'm going to guess none of them. That is the correct answer. Mm -hmm. Now, for you and me, that is not surprising, Mm -hmm. right? But I did a a live lesson on this topic recently. And trust me, (laughs) most of our students, there were like 20 students in that lesson. Most of them said three or four were countable. The most common was equipment. Yeah. People were sure that we could say equipment. Mm -hmm. You can't. Same for furniture. Mm Mm-hmm. Which other one do you think students get wrong a lot? I would guess probably work or research. A hundred percent. Students often say works. They get confused. Work is uncountable. What's its countable friend? 
what's the countable friend of work? Job? Yeah, job, mm-hmm. right? So you can say jobs because yep. jobs are countable, mm-hmm. but work is not countable. Mm-hmm. Research is the biggest nightmare. Research, right? yeah. According to many researchers. <laughs> according to researchers. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not enough bad noises for that, right? Yeah. So... You know, some of these words also ended in an S, right? Politics, mm-hmm. because it's got an S, mm-hmm. students will think, well, that's plural. But politics, politics and news... No. Both singular, s- aren't they? Strange nouns, because although they end in S, they are actually singular. Well, exactly. politics is from right. Greek, isn't it? So I guess that's why. I think they might be, yeah. yes. Because a lot of, basically, a lot of subjects that we study, politics, yeah. economics, mm-hmm. um, mathematics, mm-hmm. probably like you said, Greek, end in an S, but actually, you would plural. need a S. Mm-hmm. They're not plural. So you'd have to use the verb is, for example. Politics is, news is. Mm-hmm. Another big problem is these. money. Ah, oh, money, A definitely. lot of people because think that's a plural noun in English. Be- because in many it makes sense, it right? We yeah. can count money, <laughs> yeah. but actually you can't count money. You can count currency like dollars or pounds, mm-hmm. but the word money is uncountable. Yep. Very strange. Now, just as um, we have, for example, you know, if you're an elementary student, when we first teach uncountable nouns, it's usually when we're studying food vocabulary, isn't mm-hmm. it? Right? Yeah. So you might say, you know, can we count apples? Yes. Can we count rice? No. No, right? Mm-hmm. But often what we can do is we can we can make an uncountable noun countable mm-hmm. by talking about particular quantity so for example mm-hmm. if i'm talking about bread you mm-hmm. can't say one bread two breads <laughs> but what can we count for bread uh, uh we could say a piece of bread a loaf of bread a slice of bread there are quite a few different exactly mm-hmm. so you can count loaves you can count slices you can count pieces right mm-hmm. for these nouns i would say some of them you can't count at all you can't make them countable mm-hmm. but for example, equipment. Equipment. Mm-hmm. If you're an academic student and you're writing an overview for a process, mm-hmm. and you want to say that you know there are lots of different mm, of equipment, what would we say there? You could say types, pieces. Types, pieces. Pieces is usually mm-hmm. the easiest one. Now, if if you can make it countable, mm. pieces will probably be the the best one because mm-hmm. we could say here like a piece of equipment, mm-hmm. a piece of furniture. A piece of homework. Mm-hmm. Can we say a piece of obesity? <laughs> no. <laughs> a chunk of <laughs> but, obesity. <laughs> but we can say a piece of advice, a piece mm-hmm. of information, yeah. a piece, piece of, of media, research. a piece of yeah. Mm-hmm. That is probably if you're going to be if you're going to make it countable, mm. it will be a piece of. Not all of them can be though. No, right. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing I would say is, strangely, maybe the only word on that 16, mm-hmm. which actually can sometimes be countable, mm. depending on the context, the context, is environment. I was going to say work as well. Okay. All right. I'll do environment and then mm-hmm. you do work, right? Because mm-hmm. environment, if we're talking about, you know... When we usually talk about the environment, Mm -hmm. we're talking about our planet, Mm -hmm. climate change. We have one unique environment, so it's always the environment. Mm -hmm. However, we can sometimes use environment to talk about a particular room. So if you've got, you know, if I'm trying to study, Mm -hmm. what I need is a quiet 
environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so normally, if we're talking about literally sort of the space around you or a particular person, we can say ah, and then we usually use an adjective. So like mm-hmm. a quiet environment, mm-hmm. a noisy environment. Yeah a peaceful environment mm-hmm. in that context it is countable but you know if you're talking about global warming yes it's the environment and there's one more for environment as well it can be used as a synonym for situations kind of you might say for example children who grow up in different environments mm. can sometimes have different characters for example well done nick that's yeah. absolutely right yeah mm. so depending on the context that one is a bit flexible talk to me about work then nick i'm well, interested for example, the the obvious example is not really work, but road works is plural, usually. Yes. And if we talk yes. about works of art, then that's also another yes. plural way that it's used. Works of art, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is true. But don't, in other, that's tricky though, isn't it? But the context is different things. here, because if it's work talking about an action, a job, then it's never countable, is it? Yes, it's same for homework, right? Lots yeah. of students say, I've mm-hmm. got many homeworks. It's like, yeah, you do. You need to study plural <laughs> and uncountable nouns, number one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, the other thing I think that surprised me when I was teaching this to my students is mm-hmm. that even my high-level students were a little bit confused about the other types of words mm. that we can't use with uncountable nouns. So if you've got an uncountable noun, we can't add an S. We obviously can't add a. Mm-hmm. So you can't say an equipment or a furniture because mm-hmm. they're not countable. We also just need to be a little ca- bit careful about how we use much and many. Yes. Because obviously, which is which of those words, Nick, is friends with uncountable much. nouns? Mm-hmm. It is much. So if you've got a negative sentence, so mm-hmm. for example, I don't have much money, mm-hmm. that's good. If you've got a question, have you got much advice for me? Mm-hmm. It's good. Where students go wrong, though, is that we don't use much usually in positive positive sentences. sentences. So in a a negative, Mm -hmm. I don't have much money. Mm -hmm. How would we say the positive, Nick? Uh, A lot of. I have a lot of money. I have a lot of obesity. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't say that. Don't say it. You can't say it because that is uncountable, but completely. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. if so... If you've got a countable noun, many, right? I don't have many friends. Mm-hmm. Have you got many friends? But for both of them, mm-hmm. countable or uncountable, we use a lot of mm-hmm. in the positive. So I have a lot of money. I have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure if you use many, you've got a countable noun afterwards, plural. And yeah. if you use much, you've got an uncountable noun. There are other words in English, you know, they're quite famous. Much is uncountable. Mm-hmm. Many is countable. A lot of is both. Mm. Which type of nouns can we use after these words, Nick? And obviously play along at home. Okay, <laughs> some. Can we follow some with countable, uncountable, or both? Well, we could say, for example, I have some good friends. So yeah. for plural, it's okay. Um, I would like some coffee, please. Perfect. So, so we can some, use for both. For both, which is why it's a great word, right? What about a couple of? A couple of... Um, we would only use for countable. I have yes, a couple of friends, but we couldn't say I have a that? couple of bread. Two. A couple is two usually. Yeah, two or three, isn't mm-hmm. it? Exactly. Now, these are the ones where even native speakers get confused. Mm. What about a little? A little can only be used with uncountable nouns. So you could say, for example, can I have a little rice, please? Or could I have a little beer? 
perfect. Mm-hmm. But what is what's the word we use then, which is the same meaning as a little, mm. but we use it with countable. Um, we would use the word few. Yeah. So you could say, so, could I have a little bread? Or could mm-hmm. I have a few slices of bread? Because slices is countable. Good. It's always, my. I always love it in English textbooks when mm. they're teaching this. And they'll always put a sentence. So we should say, I have a few friends. Mm-hmm. Because friends are countable. Yeah. But they'll often say, I have little friends. Mm. Which makes it sound like all your friends are very really short. small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Very good. So really be careful, right? You've got to understand which nouns in English are uncountable. Mm -hmm. And I will, again, I'll put this list up on our blog post page so you can go through it again. If you've been adding S to any of these Uh -uh. advices, Uh knowledges, (laughs) uh, informations, they're the classic problems. Stop. Okay, good. All right. So let's move on then to the sort of the main issue I see again with plurals. So mm-hmm. as we said earlier, we use plurals to talk in general, we do. don't we? Yes. So we could say, for example, I like cats. Mm-hmm. It's not one cat, it's all, all cats. cats. Yes. So when we're talking in general, we either use a plural if the noun is countable, mm-hmm. or if it's uncountable, we just use the uncountable noun. Mm-hmm. But in both cases, there is no article. Right. Right. So we could say something like, computers are expensive Mm -hmm. we're talking about all computers in general Mm -hmm. or furniture is expensive Mm -hmm. again all furniture in general in general Mm -hmm. okay we don't add the here because if you add the the general in english with the is that whenever you use the Mm -hmm. you're telling the listener Mm -hmm. you know exactly which nouns I am talking about. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if I said something like, the author of this book is a woman, Mm -hmm. we say the author because for that book, how many authors are there? Only one. There's only one, so we know exactly which author we are talking about, okay? Mm -hmm. So, we've got the rule for the, which is it's used when we know exactly what we're talking about, And then we've got the zero um, article rule, which is that when we're talking in general, Mm -hmm. we use a plural or an uncountable noun with no article. Yes. What often happens, though, I think, is that students understand these two basic rules. They understand general is plural or zero article and known is the. But I think they have some kind of faulty logic about (laughs) how this rule works. Okay. So... The problem I see essentially is students are adding the to sentences before plurals usually when they don't need them. So Mm -hmm. let me give you an example. Read the sentence. Read this next sentence for me, Nick. And people at home, do we need the article the before the plurals here? Okay. Okay. First, the employees working in separate rooms cannot ask quickly for some advice from the colleagues but the people working in open plan buildings are able to chat with one another all day long. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here we've got, let's look at the first one first. So this is the first sentence, mm-hmm. right, of a paragraph. Yep. The employees working in separate rooms. Here's what's happened, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. The student has thought, I'm not talking about all employees. Mm-hmm. 
I'm talking about employees working in separate rooms. Something it's like a specific, specific group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to add the mm-hmm. before this. Is that decision correct or not correct? It's not correct. It is not correct. Mm-hmm. So I understand the logic. They're thinking it's not all employees. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, <laughs> normally when we talk about groups, we're not talking about all employees in the world. Yeah. We are talking about the group employees working in separate rooms because that is itself a group there are employees working in separate rooms in many different places you're talking about all employees working in separate rooms yes and the way i would what i found has helped students recently to understand Mm. this is if you add the Mm -hmm. you are now not talking about all employees working in separate rooms Mm -hmm. you're talking about a subgroup Yes. Like a smaller group mm-hmm. of employees working in separate rooms, which I, the reader, should already know about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we, Nick, worked in a company and we were really talking about a specific group of employees yeah. working in separate rooms, we could say, look, Nick, the employees working in separate rooms are not happy. Mm-hmm. We would understand which employees yes. they are, wouldn't yeah. we? Mm-hmm. Here... We're not talking about a smaller group of employees working in separate rooms that we know. We're talking about all employees. So get rid of the the. Mm-hmm. Can you see why it's confusing though, Nick? I can. It's very, it's, I mean, I don't envy anybody who doesn't have articles in their native language. Yeah. I really don't. It's, it, every t- I've always, well, when I first became a teacher, I struggled to teach articles because for an English brain, they just work. Um, and there are lots of rules, but yeah, if you don't have them in your language, then you have my condolences. <laughs> it's so difficult. So for this sentence, what we should say is first, employees working in separate rooms, mm-hmm. all, no article, cannot ask quickly for some advice from colleagues, mm-hmm. not the colleagues. I don't know the colleagues. We're talking about colleagues in general yep. because people working at open plan offices not the people, not Just a small people. group. All people working in open plan offices are mm-hmm. able to chat with one another all day long. Mm-hmm. Now, I could give you hundreds of examples like this. Let's just look at a couple more. Okay. Okay. Nick, tell me which article we can remove here. Okay? All right. In the next sentence, it says, advocates of the group activities argue that they teach children a range of communication skills. So we don't know, again, what group activities specifically we're talking about. We're speaking in general, so it should be advocates of group activities. In general. Mm -hmm. Good. What about this next one? The environmental problems are the chief drawback of cars. What environmental problems? Yeah, we don't know. (laughs) So So it should just be environmental problems in general. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And again, something like, you know, maybe a different mistake. Many people today suffer from the obesity Mm -hmm. because of the consumption of fast food. So we don't need one before obesity because it's uncountable. We're talking about obesity in in general, general, Mm -hmm. not a specific type Mm-hmm. of obesity mm-hmm. we do say the consumption of fast food because yeah. here we've got a different article rule the noun of noun right mm-hmm. so i'm just talking specifically about do you really need the the before a plural noun if you're talking in general mm-hmm. sometimes we will need a the because yeah. we are talking about a specific subset so mm-hmm. you know can you read this sentence for us nick 
Millions of employees will have to retrain to learn the new skills required for those professions not replaced by machines. In this case, the use mm-hmm. of the article there is correct. Why? Why don't we just say we'll, um, we'll have to retrain to learn new skills required for those professions not replaced by machines? Because if we look at the end of this sentence, mm-hmm. we're talking very specifically about those professions not replaced by machines. So the new yes. skills here are specific skills. So this is a, a relative clause, which, yes. which helps us understand why we need the and we are talking about something specific here. Yeah. So it's so like it's like fin- saying the author of this book. Yes. Yeah. It's a specific group, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We you know, if we didn't have any information about the new skills, we would just say millions of employed um millions of employees will have to retrain to learn new skills in, in general. general. Mm-hmm. But if you're saying the new skills required for mm-hmm. those pre- professions, it's now not new skills in general it's specific skills isn't Mm -hmm. it yeah so be careful when you add the before a plural noun Mm -hmm. sometimes you might need it but my advice would be if you're not sure don't forget it it, because 99 percent of the time you just don't need Mm -hmm. that the before the plural okay now that said We also sometimes, though, have the opposite problem, right? So here we've got students adding the Mm -hmm. to sentences where they're not needed. Right. We also have, though, in English, some nouns Mm -hmm. which are usually always used with the definite article, Mm -hmm. right? So we would usually always say, for example, the news. The news, yeah. It doesn't doesn't have to always be used. You know, you might say... um, I suppose we normally say like the news today is bad. Did you watch the news last night? Yeah. Did you hear the news about blah, blah, blah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there are some nouns which are naturally often used with the Mm -hmm. and some which are pretty much never used with the. Mm -hmm. And that's the mistake I see with our students. They're adding the Mm -hmm. to nouns which don't need it. Mm -hmm. So again, now this one, I promise you, <laughs> there are some here which are used with the, okay? It's not a trick like the mm-hmm. uncountables where all of them were uncountable. Mm-hmm. Nick, could you read this list? And I want, maybe we'll listen for the words which should not be used mm-hmm. with the, okay? So see if you can have a listen and note down which words are wrong here. It's a bad idea to use the. Okay. So the first one is the society. Mm-hmm. We've got the opposite, the government, the main, the internet, the first, the environment, the news, the pollution, the former, the same, the similar. Mm-hmm. Good. Again, if you want to listen again, have a listen back. Mm-hmm. So now there's not that many here, which are bad. Mm-hmm. So let's have a look. Which is the first one and which is maybe the, the, the one which our students use all the time? <laughs> the society, the first one. is a big mistake. The society. Mm. For some reason, mm-hmm. many of our students believe that society is always preceded with the, mm-hmm. it is not. Yeah. Okay, so if you've been using the society, just go back and erase the, mm-hmm. you just need to talk about society in general. Yep. Um, the opposite? That's okay, because the opposite is the opposite of something. It's always something specific. There's only There's one, only one mm-hmm. opposite. Yep. Exactly. What about the government? 
This is another common mistake that people make a lot. I, I usually see people write, writing the governments, which is yes. a big problem. Um, so the government is okay because it refers to one government, one specific yeah. government. So in my or your country. Yeah. If you want to use the plural form, it should just be governments. We speak exactly. in general. All governments around the world could blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, the, exactly. The, mm-hmm. the next one, the main is okay because it's the main. It's specific. The main There's only problem, one main. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The internet Good. is great. one because there's only one internet. And I, I remember I, I listened to a very funnish for a very funny Scottish video a few years ago when a man yeah. when a man called a phone shop and said um that he wanted to buy a computer and or what did he say? He said, I'd like to buy an internet. <laughs> and then the guy who was it was a prank phone call and the guy responded was like you can't you can't buy an internet yeah. <laughs> there's only one yeah. um yeah so always the internet the, the internet. only time internet mm-hmm. doesn't have an article mm-hmm. is when it's is, is when the word internet is being used as an adjective, adjective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you could say for example internet advertising is a problem yep. because in that sentence is advertising that's the noun, yep. not internet. But when it's the noun, it's always the internet. Good. Um, what about the first? The first, because there's only one, should always have there before mm-hmm. it. The environment, um, we said before, environment is uncountable. Yeah. If you're referring to something specific, usually before of noun, then we would use that. Yeah. The environment of blah, blah, blah. The news uh-huh. always has there before it, because again, uh-huh. something specific. The pollution, no, because pollution is uncountable. Uh, the former yeah, so for some reason mm-hmm. yeah I, it's, I mean it doesn't make sense because it's the environment so that's uncountable but the pollution no mm-hmm. right just pollution just Good. pollution um the former because there's mm-hmm. only one former the same okay. because there's only one the same mm-hmm. the similar no that's a mistake I get a lot in task one yeah mm-hmm. so the same but what do we use with similar usually ah, similar a similar trend, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would say of all of this is basically forget the for society, mm-hmm. <laughs> but please remember the for, for all the rest, the government, the <laughs> yeah. internet. Yeah. Okay. So that is our little lesson on uncountable and plural nouns. Mm-hmm. I guess a lot of it was connected to when we use these nouns with an article or not an article, but I hope it's been useful. I do think that these basic rules, if if you can remember them, they can make a huge difference really, can't they? They can, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, great. So that's it for this week. Please, um, if you get a chance, you know, maybe go and have a look now at the YouTube channel. As I said, you don't have to watch the whole episode that I've put up there, but having some feedback would be brilliant. I don't mind spending time putting, you know, an old episode up each week with the notes, but only if people think it's, worthwhile and i would recommend after this podcast that everybody go and watch the 35 minute long video about articles because it is absolutely fantastic and it explains everything very clearly well you heard nick we can't Mm -hmm. ever argue with nick can we all right well (laughs) i'm not sure what we're doing next week Oh, yeah, Nick, I'm supposed to be going to Belgium this weekend. So I don't know when we're going to record next week's podcast. We'll need to talk about that. Um, That's not your worry. You just come back. We'll be here waiting. Take care till then. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. 
My IELTS Classroom podcast is a production of My IELTS Classroom Limited. Nick and I do not represent IELTS and everything you heard in this episode is our own personal opinion. You can find the show notes and transcript for this episode on our blog. That's blog.myieltsclassroom.com. And if you're looking for our video courses, speaking lessons and marking service, you can find that at www.myieltsclassroom.com. If you have a question or query or just want to chat, you can email Nick and I at hello at myieltsclassroom.com. Our theme music is by Heartbeat and our artwork is produced by David Brown. Have a great week, study hard and remember... This is my IELTS classroom. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.